Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All right, it's day two here at SMRP. This is uh, an incredible conference that you need to participate in. You're listening to Industrial Talk. This is a platform that celebrates... Industry professionals all around the world. You are bold, brave, and you dare greatly. You collaborate, you innovate, you solve problems. You're making my life and the world a better place to live. That's why we celebrate you. All right, you heard it. This is the 30th, this is day two of the 30th annual SMRP conference, and it's just getting better and better and better. Problem solvers are here. If you are in the industrial world, you need to be a part of this organization. So, do not pass this up. It's a must-tend event. Eric is in the hot seat. Prometheus is the company. Let's get a Karakin. Hi, Eric. Hey, thanks for having me, Scott. The first time at this particular conference? This is my first time here, yeah. Oh, yeah? So far, so good. It is amazing. See everyone out here? It is. <laughs> it's nice. There is. It's just a tons of solutions, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I, I, and... and what always fascinates me, because I've been very fortunate to be a part of the industry as a whole for many years, is, is see the changes that are taking place, mm-hmm. the, the evolution of what's taking uh, or happening within industry. And, and uh, uh, anyway, I, I, I wish I was young like you, <laughs> but I'm old, not you. So anyway, so for the listeners out there, Eric, give us a little background on who you are, and then we're going to get into Prometheus, the solutions, and, and why you're here. Yeah, uh, I'm Eric Klein. I'm one of the solution experts when we're talking about our company, Prometheus Group. So what we do, more than anything, we're a bolt-on solution when we're talking about asset-intensive industry and how we handle maintenance. So anything from SAP, Oracle, Maximo, we have solutions for planning and scheduling, mobility, IoT, um, how we handle EHS. So we're a way to allow you to have basically a controller that interacts with your system, makes it a little easier for your folks out in the field. So... Even for something like our mobile solutions going out, having that online offline capability, simplifying what you typically see in notifications, as well as making certain changes to it. So I can enforce certain workflows and make sure we're following the business practice as well. well what was the what was the challenge? First off, yeah. that's not a background into you. You're just Oh no, this. that's not the background it's, into me. I want the background <laughs> into you and then we can proceed forward. So of course. just a little background into you, who Eric is, the human side, yeah. the fun side. Oh, the very fun side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so my background, uh, I actually came from human factors. So it was about how people are interacting with their software, with their physical tools. So I had a deep background when it came to ergonomics as well as operations, where I worked in a facility for the DOD and tried to work on munitions. Um, after that, worked with software for a while and transitioned to more of the maintenance space, especially when we're talking about things like permitting and safety and how we visualize risk through barrier management. So that's how I got my transition over. Thank you. That 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 paints the picture of Eric. <laughs> now, back to Prometheus. If you could sort of simplify, because there are a lot of systems out there. There are a lot of platforms out there. There are a lot of companies that are pulling in data, doing whatever. What was the gap? What was the solution that that Prometheus said? Yeah, this is this is, we need. To, something here. Oh, yeah. I mean, there have been quite a few, but what our start was when we we really noticed the biggest gap that we initially saw was 
how are we visualizing the work and how are we executing compliance, right? So obviously there are different ways to see your different work orders in the system, but it was tough like trying to manage what is my capacity? What can I realistically get done in this time frame? So we started off with the planning and scheduling tool. That was something where we're trying to make it easier for people to visualize and prioritize what work needs to be done so that they can grow from there. So it's not supposed to be the end-all, be-all to your maintenance teams. It's supposed to be a way for them to really be uh, moved forward. Right? You're, you're able to see what's in the system, be able to move with that. So I now have insight in what, you know, I have a guy out sick. What does that mean for my overall capacity? What might need to be pushed around so that I can still get all the work done that I need? Okay, so we, we have this system. We put it in place. We also have legacy systems. Yep. They're there. So don't come to me and say, Scott, we don't have any legacy systems. You have legacy systems. And so uh, from a business perspective and the bolting on, if I could use that, can I use that? Yeah, it's bolting on of, bolting. Uh, yeah. of the Prometheus platform or solution. What does that gain me? What, what, am, what am I, what, you know, you come to me and you say, hey, we need to do this because you'll get this and this. And What does that get me? Well, good example being right now we're in the Carolinas uh, it's not as common in the central of the state but I know on the coast we have hurricanes that come through if I have a hurricane that comes through I have all my work orders but if we have to shut down all of a sudden what, what do I do with all those work orders it's going to be hours of planning for my guys to go through push everything back rearrange that schedule we have tools in there that allow you to do mass change so instead of having to rearrange that entire schedule I just push it back a day so, I mean, it's saving immense amount of time for my guys. It allows them to be more proactive. So, again, it's, it's minor things that are adding up over time. So, you know, with a lot of this, it's death by a thousand cuts. We're trying to reduce that pain. Do, do you, there's so many questions. Do, do you <laughs> also look at the quality of the data? There is yeah. always, it's like, yeah, we want to do this. We want to go down this road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yet, when they start just looking at the data, the data is challenging. Mm-hmm. And so there has to be a, a scrubbing of data. Oh, yeah. And that's actually something we, uh, we started building that one out a few years ago on our master data services. So what we were seeing is, you know, especially when it came to things like our assets, our bombs, material, there are a lot of duplicates. There's not a standard taxonomy that's And then they, and... They, they cannibalize it, and then oh, yeah. the, you're... you're kitted is all messed up no yeah i got it yeah and i mean even when companies get new acquisitions for brownfield sites it just it compiles so we we have a few different tools that help out there things like uh, we have a capture solution going out in the field getting a current state for what's out there because one thing we see quite often is for like rotating equipment if it had been changed out but they might not have updated that in their system what does that mean for the overall reliability here because now it, i have it, work orders going to the wrong thing it happens yeah it happens so. all the time <laughs> well, yeah. that that that's that's a big component. That's a big challenge. That's always been a big challenge with any any systems and and an adoption of a system. Now, another area that can create stress is usability, right? Oh, big time! And and there's always that desire to say, "Hey, we're just going to pull it off the shelf. We're going to do this. We're not going to customize it." But there's always going to be customization. With that mind mindset, tell us a little bit about the ability, the, the usability of the platform and sort of that 
level of customization. I am glad you asked. I because so, I get paid the big. No, I don't. Oh yeah, no. I, so when when I transitioned to software, I actually was on a UX team. So usability is incredibly important to me. You know, it's how how everyone is actually. I mean, it, you could buy the most amazing software out there, but if no one knows how to use it, then it's just going to sit in the corner. It's, it's, and it's, yeah, I mean, you, no, you, nobody wants to adopt. Nobody. It'll <laughs> sit. And I. If, if I'm asked to do a little bit more than I, if I have to click off of a box, then that's a, you know, nobody wants that. Well, at the end of the day, right, people are being paid to turn wrenches. We're not, we're not right. supposed to be sitting there in software. Right, 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 right. And right. Uh, unfortunately, I feel like that is the double-edged sword that we're seeing in a lot of the software that's being introduced is there's great insights to the different information we can pull out of our systems. But, you know, at the same time, now we're expecting our folks to be more into these systems. So that is something where when we approach a lot of the design for our product, it's with that in mind, we're trying to be taking people out of the applications because that's not what we're supposed to be doing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And one thing with it as well is I really like to emphasize a lot of how we set this up is on configurability, not customization where we understand yeah. there's going to be massive differences in business when it comes to the different industry we actually service. And even outside of that, you know, um, especially for things like our EHS, there's going to be different regulations state to state or country to country, or even within the business unit itself. You know, some sites might have a more rigorous standard when it comes to certain hazards I might incur just based on the type of equipment that's around. So because of that, you know, we don't like to punish our customers for having to make those changes. So that's something that we train super users typically. They'll go in, make those changes, and that way, you know, they're able to keep it to their process and not have to adhere to ours. Is there a specific industry that Prometheus, Team Prometheus, feel more comfortable, or is it just across the board? Anything that's asset intensive. So we started mining metal, oil, gas. So that's where we got our start. Um, past there, we started uh, working with pharmaceutical companies, food and beverage, um, all the way down to pulp paper. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's been something we've been constantly expanding on because we've noticed when we got our start, we realized a lot of the same problems that were happening in mining metal, oil, gas were incurred across the board, right? It's the same reliability issues that people were having. Hey, how do I have visibility into my systems? How are we handling our PMs? How are we actually executing on work and it, it's it seems to be across the board it it is yeah. it, it, and the frustration that i have is one that although technology and innovation is happening and it's happening at a blistering pace i see it boom you see it here at smrp but the frustrating part is the the, the same conversations mm -hmm. it's the same yeah, it's same the challenges it's it's the same stuff and I know that many are looking for that silver bullet, but then there's a lot of blocking and tackling that just has to happen. Oh, yeah. And, it, and being in the business for so many years, it's the same conversation. It's just a different year. So is, can it be said that, uh, and I'm looking at, by the way, Prometheus is right in front of where we're broadcasting. <laughs> they have the biggest booth, and so I'm staring at their, it looks like a dashboard of some sort. Somebody's taken a... A journey through your platform looks good it's got the classic green good yellow look red bad oh yeah some of the things just let you know hey are we over capacity are we approaching uh, it over but but it's it's more than just it's more than more than just resource management right oh big time 
Yeah, it, it gets down to pulling the data from the asset and determining whatever the, the you know, the health of that asset. And, you know. I mean, at its core, right? When we're talking about maintenance, it's, I feel in industry, it's commonly overlooked. And it's like, oh, that must be a very simple thing. And it Honestly, I think maintenance is probably one of the most complex parts of any business unit in general. Because you're having to deal with anything from my equipment reliability to, hey, are my materials coming in? There's the logistic aspect. There's obviously the resources. There's the um, obviously planning for the unplanned. And I mean, that's incredibly difficult. So that's where yeah. we try and bring in as much of that information as we can so we can be prepared for this. See, and you're, 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 you're spot on. And I think that uh, I think it's not appreciated enough to think that maintenance, every, there's just so many moving parts. The challenge I always see, along with all those moving parts, is continuity with people, right? Mm-hmm. People come and go. Yeah. That, that, that knowledge comes and goes, and it's just, it's, it's, it, it, along with all the challenges or the, the, just the challenges of maintenance in general, then you've got that human component. Yeah, and a lot of it becomes tribal knowledge over time. Yeah. Does, does Prometheus have sort of a platform similar for resources, like people? There's a few different things we do there. Um, for contractors, we have contracting management solutions. Uh, but when we're talking about the folks that are here and present, the main thing is, and this is present in all of our systems, um, we were talking about this a little earlier actually, is trying to unsilo as much of the data as we can, right? Because what we typically see is, again, things like the tribal knowledge or yeah. how we're tackling a lot of <laughs> these different considerations. It, you break off things and, hey, my data historian's over here, my safety and permitting system's over here. Yeah, And I mean, this can have really dire consequences because, you know, we have our maintenance guy on the front line. He sees a massive problem to the people up the ladder. Do they see that same problem? And I mean, this is this has led to pretty catastrophic events over the last few years. Things like oil rigs, unfortunately, having massive breakdowns or facilities having a shutdown turn from a yeah. two-month endeavor into like a six-month endeavor. Is this a SaaS product? So we do offer some things as service, like the software as a service, but for the most part, um, we do have for things like our planning and scheduling. Those are more bolt-on. They're meant for yeah. We pass it to your team. Your guys can run with it. Um, but it's, it it depends on which solution. It's so, on prem. Yes, it's we have on prem as well as cloud. You do. Okay. But, um, yeah. For uh, some of the stuff that we do, such as our master data, there's going to be quite a bit there where we'll be handling a lot of the services for them. So that'll be more the SaaS model. Oh, wow. Yeah. Eric, how do people get a hold of you? Well, uh, one of the easiest ways would be reaching out through the Prometheus group site. We're more than happy to talk with you. We'll have contact information present there. Yeah, and, and, and being one that spells, I'm a spelling challenged <laughs> guy. I know I'm going to have to hammer out Prometheus a couple of times before I got it right. It took me some time, too. I'm an yeah. engineer, not an English. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, we're going to have all the contact information for Eric as well as the Prometheus Group out on industrialtalk.com. So, fear not, check out their platform. If you're in the maintenance and reliability space, check out their platform. You've got asset-intensive business, check out their platform. That's a must. All right, once again, we're broadcasting from the 30th Annual SMRP Conference. It is great. Problem solvers everywhere. If you're in that business, if you're in the maintenance business, yep, you need to be here. All right, we're going to wrap it up on the other side, so stay tuned. We will be right back. 
You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. All right. Thank you once again for joining Industrial Talk, and thank you very much for your support. That was Eric Klein. That was at SMRP. That was, well, last year we're still working through all the wonderful conversations around reliability. Prometheus Group is the company. Check them out. All the contact information for Prometheus Group, Eric, SMRP, and then some will be out on Industrial Talk. Because if you're in the world of maintenance and reliability and asset management and everything in between, put SMRP on your bucket list to, one, attend the conference, and two, to be engaged and participate with that organization and all of the members that are a part of that organization as well. Great, great group of professionals. All right. I'm going to mention this one more time. I'm going to mention it more than one more time. Uh, Mercy Chefs is an organization that uh, delivers food. And it all came as a result of Katrina. And the Katrina, you know, the individuals that were impacted by Katrina and what help they were receiving from a food perspective was not very good. And so the, the, the founder of Mercy Chef said, we can do better, and they can. Feeding body and souls. Go out to Mercy Chefs and uh, see how you can participate. They're already in Mississippi, and they're helping people there. They're all around the world. Uh, I don't know how they do it, but they do it, and they do it with a big heart. Mercy Chefs, check them out. All right, be bold, be brave. Dare greatly, hang out with Eric, and you're going to change the world. Thank you very much once again for joining Industrial Talk. And we're going to continue to work through all of those wonderful SMRP uh, conversations, so stay tuned.